and welcome to my Magical Cottage Core Life. This is Kenya, and I'm so glad you came to join us today. Today, we're going to be talking about something that you can do in an urban environment. I'm in a Facebook group called Cottage Core for the Working Poor, and it's a really great group. And recently, I posted a poll because I want to know what people might want to see or hear in the next podcast. And hands down, the biggest winner was an episode about urban cottage core. So I decided what would be the most easy thing I could talk about that would be both affordable and accessible for people like us. All right, so today's episode is going to be about a gnome box, or rather a gnome dresser. What's a gnome dresser? Let's let's get started. Now, when I'm talking about a gnome box or a gnome dresser, I want to point out that it can be a wooden nightstand, it could be just a box from a store that you have all the sides on and decide to, to reinforce, but this is a little piece of whimsy in your home that you can create, that you can control, and that can bring you a hidden source of joy. So if you have enough room for a small box, it's great. If it you know, is something that you can actually invest the time in creating with a small nightstand, that's up to you. You know, it depends on how invested you want to get into this. But your gnome box or your gnome dresser is basically a way to honor the inner gnome in all of us. So if you don't really know much about gnomes, look them up a little bit. What you're going to do is create a tiny little place where almost like a shire if it was for hobbits um, and it's going to be where you put all the little cute little stones you might find or fancy things like pieces of pyrite or Spanish moss you're gonna make an actual little gnome kind of habitat it's different than a pixie place because gnomes like shinies um, pixies and things like that and I'm not gonna get into the, the kindly folk uh, which, by the way, why would they be here in the U.S.? But I'm going to leave that alone. We have our own little people. Look into indigenous stories. But in case you just seem to happen to have one here, maybe that came over, uh, we'll get into that um, another day. Let's talk about, you know, what we can do at home. So the first thing you're going to do is look for a sturdy box. Preferably a wooden vegetable crate, but if you can't do that, uh, a really large cardboard box will work. You're just going to have to reinforce it so it doesn't come apart because you're going to want to be able to sit things on top of it. So if you're going to do that, be able to reinforce it. Now, some of you have also gotten uh, aluminum stands as well. I've seen them in the old craft stores where people you know, use them as letter boxes. You could do that. There's nothing wrong with it. It really comes down to what you would like to do. All right, next step.
So the next thing for your gnome box is you're going to want to paint it or cover it in wallpaper, contact paper. You can use scrapbook paper, anything that's going to be able to cover it and make it look like nature. So you could start with paint if it's wooden and start with a basic green or a taupe and then begin to add little accents like flowers. And this is where scrapbook stores are great because if you're not really gifted at painting, you can also use markers or water uh, paint markers. You can also definitely use those scrapbook flowers and trees and whatnot. And you're gonna basically wanna create it like a little woodland scene that you have control over on the outside as well as the inside. Spanish moss from a dollar store can be great because it's already dried out and won't have that scent of rot. Please don't use grass clippings. It will not go well, I promise. The next thing you wanna do is the inside of the box. Now you can put down a little, again, a lawn of Spanish moss, or you can put down uh, some glue and uh, put in a little bit of dust, like playground sand or stones. Uh, there's really, the limit is what you wanna do. You can also put burlap, it's up to you. Now if you wanna make little uh, accents, like little, you know, ridges and things you can do that with white glue or hot glue and just make little uh, land formations and cover it with your uh, landscape material whatever that may be you would just uh, raise them up layer by layer in little mountains or ridges and then cover everything over uh, with a final layer and you can even decoupage Sorry about that, my do not disturb uh, kind of wasn't on. But yeah, there's so much you can do with that. And that's before we even start the box itself. And this can be done a week, like a Saturday treat or a Wednesday night fun with a little bit of tea or wine or soup. And you work on it and you take your time and you plan it. And it's something you can look forward to at the end of a busy day on the bus or at the office or at the fast food counter, whatever you're doing. All right, let's go to the next step. Now this next part is where you start acting a little bit like a gnome. Now what do gnomes like? Gnomes like shiny things. Gnomes like to live in the earth. They like pretty things. They like money. They like coins. You could keep your piggy bank in there. You'll just have to make sure there's always something in there so the gnomes are happy. Again, this is a fictitious kind of thing, of course. You could do things like remembering they like to be of the earth. They like to farm. So you could find or make little felted radishes or little bitty uh, figurines or toys that show farm life and put them in your little gnome box. You could find crystals or really really cool coins and put them put them in your known box uh, make little wells out of popsicle sticks this is your fancy place in a little area of your home that is just for having a good time now don't forget gnomes you can go to the lawn store and buy a gnome but there's something else you can do too
when it comes to gnomes, the thing about that is that you can actually look up any of the Waldorf home school sites, and I promise you, you will find a tutorial somewhere on how to make a gnome. Everywhere, almost anywhere, in any corner of the internet, you can surf, you can find a way to find instructions on how to create a gnome. And it'll be fun, I promise. It'll be so much fun. You can make the Christmas gnome or the Yule gnomes. You can make country gnomes. You can make city gnomes. Make your own gnomes. You can, of course, buy them, but it's more fun if you make them. But it's up to you. And they don't just have to be one nationality. Even though the legend comes from one, one culture, they can be definitely adapted to you. You could make a gnome of any color. You could make a polka dot gnome if you want to. Sometimes the lady gnomes have beards too, so it's generally fun to do whatever you want and both sides could have beards. It's up to you. But gnomes are the best. And if you play D&D, like I love to play D&D 2nd Edition, hello, um, you can make your gnomes magical, which means you could put a little bit of witch core in there and just really put sparkles in certain areas. It's a good time. Definitely great to have a little bitty tree limb in there or something you cover in glitter or not so that they can have a little home, you know, or like a mushroom and they can live inside that. You can actually make a mushroom really easily out of a plastic bowl and a plastic vase and you turn the vase upside down and glue the bowl upside down to the top and paint it or cover it in whatever you want. It's so much fun. And again, this could be your little area. And, you know, you can also, like, whisper your dreams into the little gnome village and say, Hey, how you doing? You know, you, you, my wish is that I work hard enough and I can save money. So I'm going to have a treasure box in this little hole. And, you know, you make a little box, a tiny little box of the money every month and have the gnomes guard it and tell them, you know, every month you're going to buy them like a button on a button collection. Like maybe like make a hanging wreath of buttons in the front and every month as long as they protect your money you'll put a little button on the wreath and that way everybody's happy and it'll be a little game you can play with yourself as well as positive visualization you may find that you start to incorporate mushrooms and things in your decor or even have mushroom earrings or mushrooms on your tie or a pin like a tie tack you'd be surprised how slowly gnomes begin to take over your conscience your conscious life and it can be so much fun and your conscience you start to think about should i spend this money on this latte or could i save it in my little gnome box it's just a little bit of urban cottage core that you might enjoy and you know it's something that you can make big or small it's really up to you Now, if I didn't cover gonks, then I know somebody out there would come out and say, hey, all gnomes aren't European. They're Scandinavian ones and they're little white bearded things. And I know, I know. So you could actually customize your box to be a gonk box. And if you want to know what that is, you can look it up. You've got time. I promise it'll be a fun ride. And especially it's, it's really fun if you're Scandinavian. So that way 
you can make it a little bit more personalized. So gonk gnomes, they watch over your livestock and whatnot. Not and for this particular thing, they like porridge and things like that. So you could theoretically make little bowls of oatmeal and share them with your gonk gnome at your gnome box. You know, maybe get like a little Fago bottle cap. Fago from Detroit. Whoop whoop. But um. You could take a little bottle cap and put like a teeny amount of porridge in there and put it on a little dresser and maybe a little bit of milk and unlike sweets for other gnomes and then other kinds of uh, unusual creatures that we're not going to mention. And you could share oatmeal every Saturday or every Sunday or every Wednesday or whatever night you is you have for your uh, you, uh, you have set aside for your gnome time and that's what you have gnome time. And you can eat your porridge or eat your your oatmeal and just have a great day. Because oatmeal, you know, it's kind of like a porridge or your kanji or whatever it is you use. And that way you could spend time, like quality time. You could even make it a gnome night. And, you know, once a week or even once a month, you could watch things like Gnomeo and Juliet. You know, I know, I know, grown, I know. But you could have so much fun looking for gnomes and you learn about gnomes is not that far from a troll so you could also watch the movie troll and that's not that far from fairy movies and that's not not that far from legend which is about unicorns you could really make a whole themed year out of staying home with movie nights and watching gnomes and with your gnome box and having a great old time but i digress One more thing about gonks. Um, if you like to make, I know, I know, I said it was, I was done with the gonks, but I have to, I have to do it again. By the way, don't say gonk to people in other countries unless you look up the slang there. Trust me, you'll thank me. But one more thing about gonks, they really like butter, you know, and if you're into making herbed butters or unusual fruited butters, that would be something that was really really cool about having a gnome box because you could write your recipes for different kinds of unusual butters and leave them in there because again they like that kind of thing they like porridge and butter they like uh, oatmeal they like things like that especially around yule time because that would be the time when people see them if you've ever seen those christmas gnomes as they call them with the, the big noses and the long white hair those are more than likely gonks and another thing you could do is keep all your recipe cards in there it would be absolutely fabulous and you could actually have gonk parties where you you share cards uh, with other friends um, and you could do it virtually if you had to especially with the global condition and share recipes for herbed butters and different kinds of porridges so that's just another thing you could do all right back to the main point back to the main point which I think we're just about done And I think for this episode, we've spoken enough about the gnome box, and I would love to hear about yours. If you can find me at my professional page at Kenya Koviak on Facebook, I would love to hear your reviews on my podcast, uh, your review on whether or not you made a gnome box and what you would like to hear me cover next. I really enjoy these times with you. We're friends, right? And we can talk about a lot of different things. So 
until next time, I hope that this day finds you well and hearty and whole. And if not, I hope this day finds you on the mend and know that there's always love in the world and that there's always enough to share. And if you need a little more, take some of mine. I've got plenty. And so does a lot of people. So do a lot of people. All right. I'll see you next time on my magical cottage core life. Goodbye.